Hello and welcome to Wisdom Trek. This is Guthrie Chamberlain and I'm your guide to wisdom and creating a living legacy. Thank you for joining us for our seven-day-a-week, seven minutes of wisdom podcast. This is day 139 of our trek and yesterday we searched for the 11-mile markers to create a living legacy. Today, in the next several days, we will be digging up nuggets of wisdom that I have learned from Jim Rohn, one of my virtual mentors, and we will apply Wisdom Trek logic to these nuggets that we discover. If you have any of your own observations, comments, or questions, as we explore these nuggets of wisdom, please feel free to share them at the comment section on the daily journal pages of wisdom-trek.com. We are recording our podcast from our studios at Home 2 in Charlotte, North Carolina. And we are now in Marietta for the weekend to start our leaf harvest and then to share our grandson's Gideon's sixth birthday celebration. But we will be heading back to Marietta at the end of next week to celebrate my dad's 85th birthday. That is a lot of traveling, but we are so thankful that we're able to do so. We also have a busy day on our trek today, so let's head out onto the trail as we search for the hidden treasures that we call wisdom. Interesting thing is that wisdom is readily available, but few people really seek it as if they were seeking for gold, silver, or precious jewels. If we desire to be joyful, then we must seek for wisdom in such a way, because Proverbs 3, verses 13 through 15 tells us, Joyful is the person who finds wisdom, the one who gains understanding. For wisdom is more profitable than silver, and her wages are better than gold. Wisdom is more precious than rubies. Nothing you desire can compare with her. It certainly sounds like it's worth seeking after wisdom, doesn't it? So we're traveling on our trail today, and once again we come across an overlook, and down in the valley we see the farmers that are busy at their harvest. This scene reminds me of how wise it would be if we all could think like a farmer. What does it mean to be thinking like a farmer? One of the difficulties that we face in our industrialized and technology-driven age today is the fact that we've lost all sense of our seasons. Unlike the farmer whose priorities change with the seasons, we have really become impervious to the natural rhythm of life. As a result, we have our priorities out of balance. Let me illustrate what I mean. For a farmer, springtime is the most active time. It's then he must work around the clock before the sun comes up and still toiling at the stroke of midnight. He must keep all of his equipment running to full capacity because he has a very small window of time for planting the crops. Then after harvest time, eventually winter comes where there is less for him to do to keep him quite so busy. Every farmer knows that you can't sow and reap on the same day. There's a timetable for the harvest that requires both working and waiting. Patience is a very small price to pay for what he will receive. And the lesson here is to learn to use the seasons of life. Decide when you'll pour it all on and when you'll ease back. When to take advantage and then when to let things ride. It is so easy to keep working 10 or 12 hours a day, year in and year out, and then lose all natural sense of the priorities and cycles of life. We need to prevent the blending of one year into another in a seemingly endless parade of tasks and responsibilities. Keep your eyes on your own seasons, lest you lose sight of the value and substance of life. Proverbs 23 verses 3 through 5 encourage us to be careful about the continuous pursuit of wealth. It says, Don't wear yourself out trying to get rich. Be wise enough to know when to quit. In a blink of an eye, wealth disappears, for it will sprout wings and fly away like an eagle. We have seen in our own life that this is so true. As we consider thinking like a farmer, we must realize that most of us will not be in farming full-time, but we need to apply the principles of the seasons to our life. But let's continue on down the trail and consider another point, which is how to overcome some of the greatest challenges on our trek of life. What is the great challenge of life? Here is one great challenge that we want to look at. You can have more than you currently have because you can become more than you currently are. 
I have found that income seldom will exceed your own personal development. Once in a while, income will take a lucky jump. Unless you personally grow out to where it is, you will go back to where you are now. It has been predicted in studies that if we took all the money of the world and divided it among everyone equally, it would soon end up back in many of the same pockets. Regardless of whether this is actually true, on an individual level we can have more because we can become more. You see, here is how the other side of the coin reads. Unless you change how you are, you will always have what you currently have. Creating a plan won't work for you. It might be a very good plan, but it won't work without you. You've got to work it. It's the human effort that really counts. The major thing that makes a difference is what you do. Proverbs 21.5 does teach us to plan, but then to take action. And it says in this verse, Good planning and hard work lead to prosperity, but hasty shortcuts lead to poverty. In order to have more, you need to become more. One person may say, If I had a good job, I would really pour it on. But I have this lousy job, so I just goof off. If that is your philosophy, then you are destined to stay where you are. You may have said, If I had a lot of money, I would be really generous. But I don't have much, so I'm not generous. See, you have to change this philosophy or you will never have accumulation of wealth. Unless you change, your situation won't change. Amazingly, however, when you throw out your blame list and start becoming more yourself, the difference is everything else will begin to change around you. An enterprising person is one who sees the opportunities in all areas of life. Thinking like a farmer and then overcoming this great challenge in life are two great nuggets of wisdom that we consume today. So come along with us tomorrow for another day of Wisdom Trek, Creating a Legacy, and we'll search out more of these precious nuggets that are more valuable than gold. And that'll finish our podcast for today. Remember to listen to your daily dose of wisdom at wisdom-trek.com or subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spreaker, or YouTube so that the episodes will be downloaded to you automatically each day. And I would like to ask a favor that you would please share Wisdom Trek with your family and friends through email, Facebook, Twitter, or in person as you meet with them and tell them to come along with us each day. The journal for today's trek can be found at wisdom-trek.com. Thank you so much for allowing me to be your guide, your mentor, but most importantly, your friend, as I serve you through the Wisdom Trek podcast and journal each day. As we take this trek together, let us always live abundantly or fully, love unconditionally, listen intentionally, learn continuously, lend to others generously, lead with integrity, and leave a living legacy each day. This is Guthrie Chamberlain reminding you to keep moving forward, enjoy your journey, and then create a great day every day. See you tomorrow.